welcome to another episode of Ecornia 101, History Lessons with the Parallel Timelines. I am Dr. Philip Reese. Professor Carmine Fasano. And we're back again for another lesson. How's it going today, Professor? It's going great. So this was a pretty awesome week for us. Uh, the U.S. women, they won the World Cup for the fourth straight time. Pretty yes, impressive. Congrats. Yeah. So say what you will, you know, like it or dislike it, but Miss Megan Rapino, like just complete awesomeness, man. She had a big week. She did have a big week. My whole team had a big week. They did, yeah. And I just like to single her out. I mean, yeah. But yeah. So what else was going on this week? Nothing much. I was on vacation this whole time. You were on vacation? I was on vacation. You wouldn't tell if you looked at our social media, man. You were you well, were I'm forced. I'm never on vacation, but I was <laughs> on vacation. <laughs> so let's talk about the podcast real fast, okay? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's on level set. The podcast. What do we do every week? We take a fixed point within history and we talk about the what ifs of it. For example, a couple of weeks ago, we did one on vaccines and what if in 1970s, they made it mandatory for everyone to take vaccines. Um, another episode we did was about abortion. Uh, Roe v. Wade. What if abortion was still illegal in the United States of America? And not just like political stuff, too. We throw in a little pop culture as well, too. We did an episode about what if Tupac was still alive, which is probably one of my favorites. Correct. What about the one with Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs was another great one. Yeah. Yeah. What if he never he went back to the Apple? No. What if he never? Oh, he did go to back. To, right. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 If you recall, he was fired in 1985, I believe. I I can't recall now. It's been so long yeah, since yeah. we did that episode. Should probably re-listen to that episode. Yeah. yeah. But we said that he never did return in 1996. Hence, I'm not going to spoil everything, but a lot of the technologies that we have now did not exist in that parallel timeline. It was not a bright future. Yeah, and there is some right or wrong answer. I mean, yes, we do have the help with Pug or our parallel universe generator, which is a computer application that we built in-house. Um, so we do have help with that to give us bullet points, but there is no right or wrong answer. There's so many different outcomes that could happen um, depending on your opinion sometimes or what you think could happen. Right. I mean, I mean that's like part of the beauty of Pug is like, you know, our one episode that we do, there's hundreds of other, you know, parallel timelines where other stuff happens too. Like we may have to really, you know, uh, do like a B sides or something like release of this podcast at some point. Either that, or I wouldn't mind, you know, after the listeners, they hear the podcast. Well, I mean, we want your feedback. I mean, tell us what you think could or could not happen in the parallel world, depending on the outcome. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the discussion. That's a two way conversation that we do try and have. Because, again, maybe Pug is wrong, depending on the settings that, you know, we, we put into the, the system for that week. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And, you know, Pug's been pretty active on the socials, too. You know, she's been out there uh, interacting with our fan base. Uh, she had on her social media this week, she was uh, spitting out people's alternate timelines, alternate versions of themselves. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, we got to keep that going. We're, we're yeah, I think it was that. fun. That was on Instagram as well as Facebook. Yeah, right? it was on both of the socials. Yeah, like we opened up Pug. You know, some people asked like, hey, what's what's going on in my life? And Pug would spit it out. I think, you know, there's some pretty interesting outcomes from that. Yeah, Eucornia 101 is our Facebook and Instagram site. So, yeah, go ahead, do a search, follow us, like us. And if you want us to do a alternative version of you, Look for that post. Yeah. That's on Instagram and Facebook. You can even uh, throw a you know DM or a Facebook message to Pug, man. She's, she's got plenty of time. She's lonely. 
Is Fuck on Instagram as well as Facebook? Uh, not on Instagram because, yeah, so. she doesn't really like, you know, she doesn't have like pictures to post of oh, herself. Okay. You know, it'd be like the same boring picture of her, you know, <laughs> her case all day long. But yeah. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about space, uh, a big favorite subject of the show. Space, the final frontier, right? Eh? The, the final frontier, the right. moon landing. As we record this, it's um, July 13th, 2019. We usually release the podcast every Monday. The reason why we picked this subject is because July 20th marks the 50th anniversary of us landing on the moon. Then on the 21st was the day in which man first stepped foot on the moon ah very awesome yeah, yeah. so that's a big anniversary there mr uh, neil armstrong yeah yeah that's, that's the golden anniversary correct the, 50 uh, years 50 yeah yeah, yeah that's 50 golden. Years yeah. Is golden yeah 50 years now yeah. 1969 that's insane yeah and we were we haven't really gone back too much since right like it's been 50 years you think we'd go like every other weekend or something you know well there's been well in this current timeline there was 12 men I should say humans, 12 humans, 12 they humans. were men that, you know, actually walked on the moon and the whole program, the Apollo program stopped in 1972. So we had missions to the moon from 69 until 72. And then right. you are correct. After that, we no longer sent men to the moon. That's for like any country. Right. Yeah. Yeah, mostly it was now, yeah. So now we do still send Items or man-made objects to the moon, little rovers. All, yeah, yeah, but they're all unmanned, right? And that was like essentially like the predecessor to the men walking on the moon in the '60s. Was you know the early or not early, but like late '50s was on un, unmanned ships to the moon. So yeah, I mean, yeah, the Russians actually got there first. I was just about to end. say, yeah, the Russians were the first to send a um, a man-made object to land on the moon. That was in 1959, and then in 1961 they sent the first human into space. Yes, yeah. And that started essentially what's known as the the space race, or Here. the race to space, man. Yeah, it was exciting times back then. Well, especially after Kennedy made that one speech about, you know, our pledge or our goal should be by the end of this decade, um, we're going to send a man safely to and from the moon. Yeah. yeah. He made that speech in 1961. That was really the kickoff to the space race. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, these were the two biggest uh, superpowers at the time. It was the United States and the Soviet Union. I mean, there was nobody bigger than either of us. And, and Russia was so ahead of us at the time when it comes to space. I mean, we yeah, were oh, yeah. ahead of the game. We were so far behind. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, American ingenuity, you know, stepped up and, and got us there. Or imagination, according to this timeline. Oh, imagination, huh? <laughs> That's a teaser, folks. That That's what we teaser. call in the industry a teaser. So in this current timeline, I mean, we all know the story of what happened here. Yep. Like what the professor was saying, there was a huge space race back in the 1960s to find out who was going to reach the moon first. America and the Russians going head to head, you know, year after year. Tons of money and effort and manpower and mind power what was spent on this. And at the very end, it was America who landed first. Yeah, I can't remember like the actual figure, but I, th I did a um, calculation this morning, like as I was getting a little research going with my coffee, and uh, it was like the equivalent, like we put in close to like 30 billion of like this current timeline's currency into getting us to the moon first. Like the sun's heard of like in the 60s, man. That's like that a massive insane. amount of wealth, yeah. Maybe that's why we haven't went back. After 1972. Maybe. Well, you know, it's like modern times now. Like, everything should be cheaper now. Like, right? 
Well, you would think. That's how it works. Like, I mean, plus the technology we have now, you would think would make it easier. I mean, I think the, the computers they were using back then, you know, they don't even have the same computing power as the iPhone I have in my pocket. No, yeah, it's insane. Like, yeah, the iPhones we have now are like, I can't remember, there's an exact number, but it's like seven or eight times more powerful than what we use to land a, a rocket on the moon. That's insane. See, With people. So you would think yeah, that. You would think, yeah. Everybody has the capability, but yeah. Which, Sorry to cut you off there. No, I was going to say, which leads us into our story today. The what if. The what if scenario. Now, the what if scenario is, what if we did fake the moon landing and on top of that, we were caught years later. Exposed. We, f- we faked it? What? Now, a lot of people, it's funny. It's when, conspiracy theory. Well, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, once I teased this episode about a week ago, two weeks ago, yeah. so many people responded and they're saying, what are you talking about? The episode is going to be that we did land because we faked it, you know, which is insane. Yeah. There's even like third party, like people, like independent, like groups out there trying to help support that we actually did there. There's like tests that you can run with like whole like you know telescopes and lasers just to prove our existence is there you know bouncing stuff off the current stuff that was left behind on the moon yeah. yeah it's like insane but yeah people are like i mean i guess it's not super crazy there's still people out there who think the earth's flat yeah, that's true hey that's a huge you know like movement right now no it that is, is a it's huge insane. yeah right now yeah. i mean galileo could prove it like in 1500s you know with like a couple of mirrors and a handheld microscope <laughs> or telescope yeah but yeah, in 2019, yeah, 2019, people still think there's a barrier of ice keeping us from falling off the edge of the earth. Yeah, no, you're right. And there's space monsters waiting to eat you. Well, with the moon, I mean, again, people still think we never landed on the yeah, moon. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Dealing with the whole internet. Depending on what point of view you have, you could find anything to, to um, support your, um, your beliefs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Anything. I mean... I love a good conspiracy theory, and there is a ton of evidence out there that says maybe we didn't land on the moon. I mean, maybe those shadows and the pictures don't line up the right way. Why is the flag, you know, waving? It's just like standing in the air, like, yeah. Yeah, like nothing ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, There's no. footprints, though. Is there? You don't know. I mean, where are those photos know. coming from? I wasn't there. I wasn't there either. Yeah. Which is why this is going to be a pretty good episode. So let's go ahead. Let's get Pug ready. Let's get so it all again, fired up. Yeah. yeah, so the basis of this show, again, is going to be, what if we did not land on the moon? And on top of that, we were exposed to that cover-up as we, well. We were trying to fake it till we make it. How will that look? What will the world think of us? What will the citizens of America think? We'll be right back. All right, we're back. And Pug has some interesting results all right so here's what i have so far with pug and it came out in 1967 so 1967 this is when the seed was planted to have a mitigation plan and maybe this happened in our current timeline as well too but it definitely happened in this parallel world it was because of the apollo one accident that's right. So if you check the your first head, mission, yeah, yeah, the very first mission in this current timeline, in the parallel timeline, it blew up. It was a simulation. Um, they never even, you know, um, launched. There was a fire that started in the cockpit and it killed all three astronauts. Yep. 
That was in 1967. And it was at that point where NASA said, we may need some type of mitigation plan just in case. A plan B. A plan B. If something goes terribly wrong. Because the mindset was still, we need to beat the Russians. Yeah. No matter all costs, we need to beat the Russians before the end of the decade at all costs. The gauntlet was thrown, challenge was made, and it was the race to space. Yep. So, yeah, they had to, we had to be the Russians. There was a lot of tension at that time, you know, based off the Cold War. Like, this was, you know, superpowers, like, in a pissing contest, like, yeah. essentially. Yeah, so that's when the seat started, 1967, and when you when say, you know what, just in case this does not happen, we need something to, um, to fall back on. Now, that being said, everything kept on going smoothly. Until 1969. Not only were they working on going to the moon, but at that same time, they had these dress rehearsals that was happening. So they already had the studio. Okay. They so they yeah because they were practicing yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. So they were practice inside the studio, do mock landings. Yep. You know of the moon. The whole time. Yeah, they built you know big massive set. You know. Yeah. Put some dust and some rocks out there. Yeah, and they were doing yeah. this for training. Right, exactly. And that was training. part of it, too. Yeah, they were doing it for training. Simulation, so to speak, but yeah, with yeah. cameras around. With cameras around. Yeah. Yeah, I think even in like in this current timeline, um, in like one of the conspiracy theories that I was actually like reading through was um, uh, Walt Disney was actually involved. They were like this, the studio that was like funding a lot of... Uh, there were so many conspiracy so theories. So many, but yeah. You, know, you had that, you had the one guy that... There was a whole. There's like one, like Area 51, like was like actually like the set and stuff like that. Like, yeah, there's a lot of. Yeah. So we digress. So yeah, yeah. Back so, to the yeah. So we have the whole studio in place, and then 1969 comes across. And by the way, we only have one more year left to make it to the moon, and clock's ticking. The clock is ticking, and that's when NASA makes the decision. We do have the power to send people to space. We already did that on prior Apollo missions. No issues with that. But we had to make a decision on, do we want to actually send them to the moon or do we need to um, broadcast something else? And at this whole time, it was only NASA that was up to us. The president at the time, Nixon, had no clue what was happening. So as the year kept on ticking, the decision was um, finally made in April of 1969 put plan B into place. Plan B being, we're going to still send them out to space, but we're going to do a recording of a simulation or a reenactment of the moon landing. A, because we weren't sure if we were going to be able to keep them safe on the moon once right. they landed. B, we had to show the world that we did it. We did we're it. America. Right. right. And, you know, that lines up, you know, kind of, if you think about it, like, yeah, we had the technology, we actually did it, but we, you know, we thought about uh, human preservation, you know, why risk, you know, we already lost, you know, lives on previous Apollo missions, like, you know, why lose more? So maybe we just throw plan B into play, simulate it to keep, you know, human life safe, which is, you know, not a bad thing. So when Apollo 11 came to place, you got to keep in mind, Buzz Aldrin and Michael Collins, they were both military men so once those orders came down like hey this is what we're gonna do we're gonna fake it they just followed orders right armstrong he's a civilian that's right yeah. so at first he was saying you know what i'm not quite sure about this let's just go ahead and do it and he was talked down but the agreement was if you play along 
you're going to be the first person that we're going to say walked in the moon. Ah, so you got the fame and notoriety. You got the fame. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Okay. Other two, military men, they had no choice. Neil Armstrong, civilian. You're going to be the first man that we're going to say walked in the moon. That's like a big deal, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a huge deal, which is why he took it. Which is why he took it. I mean, uh, just a regular average Joe walking across, you know, being the first man on the moon. Like, yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't take that deal? So July comes along. Well, let's step back a little bit. Back it up. In June, they do the filming in the studio. Okay. And the people that were filming it thought, A, we're filming it just in case they do land and we're unable to transmit the signal. So we're going to use this. Yeah, because you got to show something like your TV ratings aren't going to be pretty good if uh, you're having technical difficulties with the broadcast. Yeah, But we also told other people that was working on it that we're just doing this for research. So there was a lot of confusion. Yeah. So just in case when they did have to use this footage, there's like plausible deniability. Yeah, it's a little like smoke and mirrors action, huh? Uh -huh. Yeah, like uh, sleight of hand. So now we have the video. We have the film. It's in place. July comes along. And we do launch them. You know, and the launch happens. That's right. The no spaceship actually takes off. It actually takes Heads off. Heads to the moon. Well, they just orbit the Earth. They go in the higher orbit. Oh, okay. And they just stay out they there. They do like a, you know, like a, like yeah. a drive-through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, okay. just, you know, and they just stay in space for those days. And then when um, July 20th comes along, of course, we broadcast it live. They just plop in the videotape. Some transmissions, we are actually talking to them live. Other times, we just replay the tape that was recorded of them walking on the moon, oh. and there you have it. And that is this new timeline. Yeah, yeah, and this is... We have a faked moon landing. We have a legit fake moon landing. Legit. And the people buy into it. I mean, they don't know. I mean, this is back in the 1960s, where anything that comes on TV, nine times out of ten... People believed it. Like, you didn't have reason to doubt that it wasn't true. It's not like, you know, you had a history of, you know, people on television, like, lying to you. Like, this was the early infancy. Well, like, maybe, yeah. maybe they did have people lying to them. They just didn't know. I mean, you don't well, have, yeah. you don't have, honestly, we don't have the internet nowadays to kind of show you full stories and point of views and, right. and, and things like that. I mean, back then, you only had, what, three stations. What came on TV, you believed it. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's one of those game show, um, um, the game show. Thing. I'm gonna yeah, fuck it. Keep on going. Keep on going. We're not gonna talk about the old game show scams. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about Press that. your luck. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, three days later, no, they come back, they land in the ocean, everything's fine and dandy. There are some more missions that happen after that. I believe it goes up to Apollo seventeen. 17. Yeah. Correct. Apollo seventeen. We keep on faking it. And then we shut everything down in 1972. And that's keep the in end mind, of the space race. Yeah, yep. That's the end of it. Russia, at first, they believe it, which is why they changed their story to say, hey, we were never in no race. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, we weren't racing. Yeah, we were just, this you know, was no competition. Friendly competition. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you're playing it off like, you know, your normal losers would. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And from 72 until 1978, that was it. And no one really doubted anything. Yeah, they bought the story. They bought the story, hook, line, sinker. They, yeah, all right. So when do people start to get a little bit, uh, what's the word, suspicious about this what? moon landing? The same thing in our current timeline. 
also happened in the parallel timeline. Okay. It was the one movie, Capricorn One. Capricorn that, One? Capricorn One that okay. came out in 1978. Now, if you've never seen this movie before, it was... It stars OJ Simpson, first of all. No, oh, really? <laughs> the juice went to the moon? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never heard this movie. Tell me more, man. I'm excited. Oh, you never heard this movie No. Before? Oh, no, oh, this no, is no, like, no. Yeah, so, OJ Simpson really is in it. Okay, the juice. And the movie is called, again, Cap... Capricorn one and the premise is that NASA fakes a mission to landing on Mars. So it oh, takes place okay. in the future. Yeah. And they fake it and it's the whole setup, you know, studio. Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. You know, they film everything, they tell the public, Yeah, we landed, here's the footage. Just like if you were going to fake landing on the moon. Oh, the movie so, was almost so like a well documentary. Yeah. Almost like a documentary of this is how we landed on the moon. Right, yeah. Now, this is a real movie in this current timeline. Right, well, right. Too. And that also kicked off a lot of suspicion in this current timeline. Okay. What if it was done in the same studio as the actual moon landing? Yeah. yeah right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I did. So, re- okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so in this parallel timeline, this movie still comes out. And that's when Americans are like, oh, it's just a movie. Some start Science to think, fiction. you know, conspiracy theories and things like that. Right. But it was the Russians who started to get really suspicious. Right, because they point. were kind of sore losers. They after were the, sore losers. After the, the, you know, the race to space. So they started to dig into it. And yeah, there's a ton of evidence to show that we did not land on the moon. Like the shadows. You know, every conspiracy right. theory that you hear about is true in this parallel world. So about the shadows, about like the flag, you know, being able to wave, about no stars, you know, um, right. showing up in the picture. It's about like how every picture took in are crisp and clear when they're using these visor, you know, cameras in which you're unable to point because you can't move your head because you're wearing uh, a space helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. space helmet and a space suit. Right, yeah. And then there's like, you know, conveniently all the, you know, moon, you know, dirt and samples and rocks have all been, you know, mysteriously, you know, dissolved there in the atmosphere or like lost or yeah. misplaced. Like who misplaces top, space rocks? And then on top of yeah. that, when um they wanted to look at the original footage, it's gone. Yeah. Now that's in this timeline as well, too. No, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that's, you know, part of this timeline. So they started, so the Russia started to make like a fuss about it, but no one's hearing them. And then, especially in 1980, they started to make a huge fuss about it because America still didn't go to Moscow for the Olympics that year. Right, yeah. So they're like, hey, F you, you're not going to come to our Olympics. Like your hands are so clean. You faked the moon landing. Yeah, they were on the national stage. Like, yeah, yeah, global stage, I mean. And yeah. And that's what really started to kick off the conversation was, okay, you're going to shun us and not come to our Olympics? Fine. Here's all the evidence. You faked the moon landing. Right. And like like you said, like not a lot of people were listening to it because everyone's like, oh, you know, Russia's a bunch of sore losers. But now with the whole global stage, Mm -hmm. you know, now it kind of, you know, goes, you know, beyond, you know, just U.S., you know, versus the Soviet Union. Other countries are starting to say, hey, you know what? There's probably, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Now, a lot of countries did start to look into it. Okay. So other like third parties started getting involved and trying to. The and same time, most of the story. And at the same time, most Americans are still buying into the story. Other Americans are started to believe, hey, what if this did not happen? What really blew the, the seed of doubt? Yeah. So this is still 1981 now. Reagan's in office. And this is when the big change happened. Okay. They found out 
Now, they have all the evidence that we never landed to the moon. And other countries are buying into it now. You know, France, Spain, um, Japan, China. Everybody's got a little piece of the puzzle, and they're even, all starting to talk. And even our put friends together. from the north, Canada. They're like, Canada hey, too? America, eh? What are you doing, eh? <laughs> Come on, neighbor. You could tell us. What yeah. really exposed everything was the arrogance of NASA of doing something stupid on their part to oh. get bigger ratings. Yeah. Okay. Because they treated this as a TV show. It was the Apollo 13 mission. Right. Oh, so all of the research done by Russia and other countries showed that the Apollo 13, the thing mission that was in trouble and they were, they planned on going to the moon, but they got into trouble. And oh yeah. So they yeah, could yeah. Never land a fucking Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. 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 Bruce Willis, all those guys. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. That was on my guy. My bad. Yeah. yeah I'm talking about, my Apollo, space yeah, I'm talking about Apollo 13, Apollo 13 with Tom yeah. Hanks, Bill Paxson and um, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. So the fame landing in which they were supposed to go to the moon, they had issues. Right. Houston, we have a problem. That whole thing was staged. Oh, right. Yeah. Just the suspense, like the cliffhanger for the American public. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, think back in the 1960s, it was like a freaking TV show. You know, part one was the moon landing. There wasn't a lot of TV at the time. Biggest like, yeah. ratings, though. Biggest ratings, everybody was hooked. Right. The second season wasn't them going back to the moon. The ratings were a little bit lower. People were less engaged because they're like, hey, we've already been there, done, we've done this. Yeah. So, to increase the danger and make people really believe, they had to do something different. Apollo 13, I mean, held the fucking name. 13's on lucky number. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. look at that. Bam. Yeah, so Apollo well, 13. Numerology for you guys. They go out there, they're in danger. People really start to buy into this. Yeah. Like, oh, this is real. Something could really happen to these people. Every time these missions are happening, people could die. Think of the children. But because yeah. of that ignorance of them, Later on, Russia was able to find out that that whole thing was faked through transmissions and through on their data logs and through satellite transmissions. It was all a hoax. And that's the part that really exposed America. Oh, man. So we were standing there with egg on our face. Yeah, because once they exposed that 13 was faked, everything else started to fall into play. That's when Reagan, you know, called like a hearing because up to this point, okay. the prior presidents, yeah, yeah. they all thought it was real. Everybody, yeah. They yeah. all thought it was real. It was like Paul's ball deniability. Right, right. Exactly. So it was Reagan who started up a commission to really look into it. Okay. And by 1983, NASA was exposed. NASA was exposed. There's a, there's a hidden conspiracy theory in our parallel timeline. Maybe that's why Reagan was tempted to be assassinated. Because he knew. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, man. Maybe. Dun, dun, dun. The plot thickens. So, like, by 1983, yeah. But yeah. So but this is, like, massive for, you know, the American ego on how we're looked upon on a global scale. Now, keep in mind, in the 1980s, and we already did a podcast on this. On oh, the, yeah. We did a great one. It, yep. You know, how Reagan impacted the 80s so much and what would happen if he was assassinated. In this parallel timeline, of course, he still is alive. But now he doesn't have that fucking let's make American great again, you know, attitude, which it was. I mean, hey, <laughs> no, no yeah, like he used that he same was, yeah. slogan back in that the 80s. Actually, yeah. I mean, again, if you think about Reagan, he was the fucking 80s. He really was. Okay. He was like Gorbachev, you know, tear that wall down. He was, no, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do Such that. Such an impactful fucking, human being. Yeah. yeah. But now he doesn't have that, that, that playing card anymore because we're exposed. He had to go on national TV. He's got to go into cleanup mode. He had to go on international TV in 1983 yep. to say, yes, NASA lied. 
and here's why. We have egg all over our face. Yeah. Right in damage time. control. Right in time from the 1984 Olympics. Oh, okay. Right in time from the 1984 Olympics where people have like a bad view on America now. We were looked upon as a fraud. Even like our athletes, they're now saying, hey, most of these guys are probably doing steroids now, just like everybody else in the Olympics. Right, yeah, yeah, Just yeah. like Germany and Russia. But now everything's been getting exposed now. All right, we've lost a ton of credibility because of this. And, like, I can't imagine that it sits well with, like, our, like our people as well, too. Like, the rest of the world, like, they're not, like, big fans of America most of the time anyways but like we're like our own people think about us at this point that is a huge question and now every single conspiracy theory comes into play the second one was jfk oh right they demand answers on what really happened to jfk this is like essentially the the spark that gets everybody starting to think like yeah yeah. it's the spark that makes everybody start to think questioning all that trust that we've built no one believes anything There's a huge, you know, um, takeover of the whole media in which we want real people to tell the news like it is. Free press. A whole movement where we ousted all of the talking heads on the TV at the time. And, you know, real people started to take over. So just like regular civilians off the street or not like your or not prime journalists. Yeah, correct. Getting you the facts. Yeah. Okay. It's um, crazy massive. Yeah. Well, I think I mean, if you really think about that, if we really were exposed into walking on the moon, just the psyche of that. Like, I mean, yeah, like the, there's so much work that you have to do to rebuild all that. Like, it's not going to be just like a simple thing either. It's like, okay, yeah, like you're re, you know, restructuring the press and free press and, you know, to, you know, getting all these people who are involved in this conspiracy out and then, you know, bringing in, you know, your regular everyday, you know, American civilians. Like, there's so much more that goes in along with that. Like, it's insane. Like, just to think about to like rebuild that trust. And then, like, even then, you're still kind of a little salty and jaded because, like, well, how do I know, like, you know, Tom, my neighbor's, like, telling me the truth? Yeah. Yeah. Well, NASA crumbled, of course. Um, Reagan does not get reelected. Even though he came, he had nothing to do with us. Right, yeah, He had yeah. nothing to do with us, but people He was don't just the unfortunate person anymore. to be the president there. Yeah. 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 There's a whole turnover in government from end to end on, on the local level all the way up to the federal level. And no one believes anything anymore. Right. Everybody's questioning. And then, yeah kind of starts like looking like a little revolutionary you know people's really starting to question things like how like how yeah yeah like how Get like, into a little what bit would more. you do if you found out your government's been lying to you like you'd probably like start calling your senators and start demanding you know answers to questions and like that stuff's not gonna stop and then like they're gonna have to do their jobs and they're gonna have to do them you know damn good too because like they're under a huge magnifying glass microscope wherever you want to call it you know being looked upon as you know trying to you know you know shysters and they have to you know rebuild their rebuild our trust this is the greatest hoax in history it's massive like yeah like you do it to like one person and you fool somebody like yeah it's a couple of days but yeah a whole nation it's insane it makes communists even larger now because now the big red machine could look at us and say 
Look at this them. is what capitalism does. That's yeah. what they do. They lie. Yeah. And a lot more countries fall in line with, you know, communism and socialism. Oh, wow, yeah. That's massive. That's a huge blow. Yeah. Mm, this is a huge yeah, blow. Yeah. Like, yeah, you've, we've lost a lot of credibility. Because like, now, oh. like, a lot of our black flag operations, like in Vietnam or Korea and in the Middle East, started to get exposed. Right. Yeah. Like, the Vietnam War was, like, in the backdrop of this whole race to space. And people yeah. were even saying, like, you know, in this current timeline, like, that's what the, the race to space was, you know, was to distract people because of a unsuccessful effort over there. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not just nothing again, get back to, like, how everything was exposed, you right. know, conspiracy theory wise. Right, right. You know, people demand to know the truth on everything. So now we're just, what, what do you call it again? Um, um, we're just declassifying everything now. Right, the yeah, yeah. Is. Opening up the public records, essentially, yeah. And that's when we learned about how, you know, we did going to Iran and, you know, putting in a, a puppet government it's to like do the, our bidding. The early version of WikiLeaks. Yeah, on yeah. how, you know, we took over the Middle East, you know, for oil. Right. How we're doing all of these deals with the Middle East, you know, um, to gain power and oil in that region. You know, all of that starts to get exposed. All of it. That's insane. Like how? Like people, if the, if something like that actually happens, like how could you like you know acknowledge like this is like what it takes to keep a country running and like how does that like make you like would you want to know like that's like my thing like with it like, yeah you would want to know I don't know man ignorance is bliss sometimes like well, oh, I see what you're saying. you know what I'm yeah, saying like yeah. it's kind of like you know the uh, the whole deniability thing like do I really want to support or you know, fly that flag, you know, knowing that this country is born in blood. Well, what I can say is by the 1990s, less than 10 years after the exposure, uh-huh. we turn almost into a socialist country. Oh, so because of the push, uh, yeah, we start to try to fall in line and maybe try to help our image with the rest of the world by dropping the capitalism thing and... And that's just, just, you know, there there was an opening. There was an opening because of all the lies that was told for the far left to really come into play and say, you know what, we're doing this wrong. This is how we should be doing it. We don't need all of these liars and, and schemers and secrets to keep on running our country. You know, let's do it this way. Right. And there was like, an opening for there's it. There's always, yeah, there's yeah. events that kind of like lead up to that. Always. There's yeah. always some jumping off point where like you find your opening and that's your catalyst. Like there's always in these timelines that we kind of talk through. Yeah. Um, in- innovation stopped. Technology stopped. Um, just because we had nothing to believe in anymore. I mean, we were the country that went to the moon. Now we're just a country of liars. Jade your imagination a little bit. Yep. If everything you know that or believe to be true is kind of, you know, exposed as a lie. It's insane, man. Like, think of those repercussions. Like, I'm trying to wrap, like, that's why I'm like a little quiet. I'm trying to like wrap my head around this, man. It's like so wild. Like, just think about it in like in our current, like, you know, timeline, like all the stuff, like opening those floodgates, man. It's crazy. Well, that's what happened in the spiritual world. Wow. The floodgates did open up. Right. Everything yeah. was exposed. Even, you know, what was going on in, in other countries as well, too, we exposed their secrets. All right, like a little tit for tat, like yep. Russia kind of made us look, you know, like a you know, terrible, terrible country by, you know, hoaxing its people. And then, yeah, we started, you know, sharing the sharing the, the wealth with everybody else, yeah, calling them out. So fast forward to 2019, kind of like where you were going, a lot smarter. They don't believe anything. They do their own research. 
they're challenging they they challenge everything that they hear right? anything okay. and everything critical thinking's at an all-time high yeah they don't believe everything they read they don't believe everything they see it's a pretty jaded country. Yeah, like, and that's probably not such a bad thing either because, like, you really can't get away with, like, your uh, shenanigans and tomfoolery. Like, you know, if you've been exposed, you really have to start coming up with some things. So, like, and now, every, without being able to fake it till you make it, you, you really got to show what you got. So, and this now, probably leads to a big uh, technical, like, yeah, technological, like, revolution in the sense, you know, we got to start doing something to rebuild some of this. Well, that and also information revolution where information yeah, you're not well. allowed to report on anything unless it's been vetted, sourced, and verified. Oh, so like college, man, you just got to you know, cite your sources. Like everything's got to be accounted for. Yeah. So yeah. there is no like Fox News, CNN, wow, yeah. MSNBC. That's huge. None of that stuff because all that stuff is all editorial. So it's essentially like what I like to always tell people about science. Like, so if every book in the world of science was burned, you'd still be able to reproduce all that material because it's based on facts. Unlike literature. (laughs) (laughs) And that's our show for the week. Thank you for tuning in. We would love to hear your feedback on what you think would happen if we faked the moon landing and America was exposed to it. Just head to our Facebook page. It's at Eucornia 101 and leave a comment underneath this posting of the podcast. Also, while you're there, make sure you like us and then head over to Instagram and follow us as well too. Again, it's the same name, Eucornia 101. If you want to know more about us in general, just head to our website. It's at www.eucornia101.com dot com make sure you subscribe to us we are on every single podcast service out there like apple spotify soundcloud google play you name it we're on it just look for our name one more time that's you corneal 101 on behalf of the professor i am dr philip reese make sure you tune into us next week we will talk to you soon Take care. Bye.